Welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. As always, my name is Brent Terhune. Thanks for being here. Do me a favor. Share the podcast with your friends. Share it with your enemies. I don't give a shit where you share it. Please, just share it. It'd make me very happy. Uh, but joining me on the show today for the first time, a new voice to the show, good friend of mine. I've known him, I don't know, we'll have to talk about how long I've known him, but uh, his name is Chris Allen. Hey, what's up, buddy? Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. Are we going on a, a, a decade of friendship? And that's a it's weird friendship because I don't I don't see you for years on end. I know. Well, yeah, that's funny. Um, let's see. I got to Dayton in, um, I want to say 2010. So okay. I might've met you within uh, maybe a, a, within one or two years to, uh, since then. So yeah, I would say about 10 years. It's so weird. I was talking before I did this show with you. I did one with a guy named John Evans, another comedian. And I'm, I'm at that weird point in my life where now I can say, Oh, I've known that dude for 10 years, which before I was not able to say, I've known this somebody for a decade, but that's aging for you. Yeah, I know it is weird. Like that, I've known that guy for twenty five years. I remember my dad saying it when I was a kid, like, "Dang, that's a long time." And then here, here we are, yeah, knowing people for twenty years, man. <laughs> uh, before we get into our conversations, pl- let's plug what you want to plug so people can find you, so we don't have to wait to the end of the show. Oh well, if you want, you can follow me on social media uh, at Chris Allen Comedy A L A N. Uh, I have a podcast that I do every week called Negro Please Radio. NPR. It comes out every Friday. It's about 20 minutes. It's just me talking about my son, stuff that's going on, uh, you know, being on the road, that kind of thing. Uh, I also do another podcast with my buddy Winston Hodges called Host Battle that comes out every Monday. You can check that out on iTunes and Spotify and all that. And I do one more show uh, with my sister. It's called Do You Believe? And we talk to people about their um, spiritual journey, either in and out of faith. Uh, I grew up Pentecostal. I'm not really religious anymore. My family and I, we had a tumultuous relationship in my early 20s, and it was all due to religion. We resolved those issues. And uh, it's nice to be able to sit down with my family and and talk about these things. And and that's how that podcast came about. And uh, we do that every Wednesday at uh, every Tuesday. I'm sorry. Every Tuesday live on Facebook, Twitter and um, uh, YouTube. Uh, At eight o'clock. So it's interesting because. It's religion is always interesting. I'm, a, you know, raised Catholic, went to Catholic schools, Catholic high school, uh, no longer Catholic. But religion to me has always been so interesting because here in the United States, you know, the brand is Christianity, or right. you know, and then then it's just like, oh, what branch of Christianity are you? It's all kind of the same thing. Uh, but then you'll end up fighting about little minutia. Um, have you talked to anybody outside of Christianity on your show? Oh, dude, we've talked to, uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of different religions. Um, a buddy of mine was, was, is Hindu. He, we had him on, we had a, a couple of Buddhists on, um, another friend of mine. Uh, so, I, um, and, um, I got my buddy Umar coming on and he's, he was born, um, uh, he grew up uh, Muslim. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, but we've, we've talked to different, uh, like you said, different sects of Christianity, a couple Catholic. We have some seven day Adventists on um, a Jehovah, Jehovah's Witness, some Methodists. So it's been interesting to hear about everybody's different um, experiences in church. But like you said, when you boil it all down, it's pretty much all the same, man. It's well, you know, I think it all is trying to ask the question, what happens after death? 
Um, and what's the point of being here? I think maybe those are the two big ones. I'd have to think more than 30 seconds upon the big questions in life. But to me, it's like, what's after this and what should I be doing now? Yeah, that's that's basically it. And then and what do I need to like what's what's next? This is what's next. Okay, what do I need to do to get there? So yeah, that's what that's what you do. You're, you're spending your life trying to get to the good place that you find out about. And it's also weird because then you hit, you know, you mentioned a Hindu and coming from a monotheistic background of one God. And then it's so bizarre to be like that. They have how many gods, right? That's crazy. Right. That's ridiculous. Their beliefs are out of this world. Let me go eat this dead guy. Yeah, Yeah, dude. It's weird, man. Cause some of the, like the Buddhists and stuff, they don't really have like um, a lot of set traditions or like um, there's not a lot of, um, for Catholics, and I would say for most Christians, it's this pretty straightforward thing of like, um, if I do this, what will happen to me? If I do this, will I go to hell? If I do this, what? There's none of that in like in, in Buddhism. So I think for most Christian American Christians, it's really hard for you to wrap your mind around there not being like these set do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's 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 very different, and it's it's hard to wrap your mind around. Like, so I don't have to go to church, but. There's really no set rules as to like what I can and can't do. They go, no, it's a collective thing of uh, of your karma. You just got to do a bunch of good things. But it's just like, well, what? A, okay, so if I do bad things, what do I come back as? It's like, well, we can't really say. It's know? like it's like college. Nobody's making you go, but you probably should go. Right. You know? And you better Nobody's do well. Yeah. Making me do these good things. And that, yeah. Yeah, that's where I was always been interested in <clears throat> Buddhism because it, it's like, you know, I don't think they necessarily pray to anybody. I'd have to, again, look into it. I don't think they pray to Buddha. He's just kind of an example, you know, yeah, and right. it's, uh, but it's a list of, again, and I think the biggest thing across all religions is the, the, that golden rule, treat other people you want to be treated. However you want to say that, that seems to be a common theme in most religions that I've found. So it's like, I don't have to go to a church per se, but if I could kind of follow the the basic rule, I don't think I'm doing too bad. I hope. Yeah, dude, I kind of I kind of fall into that same thing too, where it's just like if I feel like if, if I'm just good to people and just do the right thing when I should, I think I'll be fine. You know, like I mean, do I need to get into that one specific club heaven? You know what I mean? I, I don't. Uh, I just don't buy it anymore, man. <laughs> well, you'll be saying that when you're in hell. <laughs> and it took me it, it took me a long time to even admit that I didn't believe man because I was I was afraid not to because like you said earlier we, we were just it's just ingrained in us yeah it's know? that that programmed you know we I think I mentioned off air but something bad happens in my life and I'm not a prayer but then you know oh something bad happened I'm like dear god you remember me yeah you know? like but then it's also a weird relationship where it's like I'm coming to you when I need money that's the only time I'm coming around. So when right. I need something from you. Right. And then say you, so say you do do that. You like, God, I'm really struggling here. Your character takes off. You're making a little bit of money. And like that thing, it's like, I don't believe in God, but at the same time, is this God letting me know that he's here taking care of me, that he looked out for me, that is this why I'm being successful? Is this why I've been offered X, Y, and Z? Is this why it, it, it it's just like, when I think, man, once it's in you, man, I don't think it goes away, man. I think it's it always, it's either going to eat up at you or you can try to use it for, you know, good, I guess, and to, to say it in, in a weird way. I, I don't know, man. You can either 
fight it or just kind of like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to say, yes, this is God help me out. I, I don't yeah. know. It is that, that programming thing. And this is a, a, a like a dumb show to watch, but my wife has been watching those, uh, those former Amish shows that would be on like, uh, oh, like escaping Amish or something like that. Escape, whatever those shows are where they're like former Amish, but then also come back to being Amish and then they have uh-huh. to like go confess what they did. And then sometimes they're shunned by the community or, you know, they're, they're gay or whatever had premarital sex. And it's so weird how, you know, you got past your religious stuff with your family and now you guys are back together, but also the, like the Amish type stuff. It's like, Oh, you, you're gay. We got to shun you. But what kind of religion would, would be like, Oh yeah, we can't have you now because you're gay. Wouldn't, right. wouldn't the religion be like, we love you and embrace you or whatever. You know, it's that weird thing where it tears people apart and brings them together at the same time. Yeah, man. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. I'm all, I'm all for it. If it makes you a better person, and if it makes you more accepting and loving and all, I'm all for it, man. I'm just really against it when it's when 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 it's abused and they take advantage of people who are actually like spiritually thirsty. Like to me, that's what makes it even more disgusting with all the stuff that was going on with like uh, the, these uh, uh, Islamic uh, terrorists over the last you know, couple of decades, man. Because you, you here you are, you have a, a a spiritually thirsty people, and you pervert that, and you make these people go out you know, and, and, and commit these horrific crimes in the name of God. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's really shitty. It, it sucks, man. Yeah. I, I've, I've learned to not trust people that think they are talking to God. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't care where, what, what your denomination you are. It's just, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's, it's very odd. It's, it's also weird too, the shit we let allow people to get away with in america when it comes to religion man like just guns and religion like that's just weird See, but yeah, i don't want to counterproductive know. yeah we can that that's a that's a heavier topic that yeah. i don't we don't need right now the we other thing not. that you and i talk about is the sopranos yes um and that basically our relationship has just been you text me sopranos thing i text you sopranos thing and we don't have to comment on it. It's just Sopranos back and forth. It's a it's an unwritten written language. Yeah, we just back, we just go back and forth making fun of Italians. <laughs> <laughs> you know these dirty Italian. Okay, cut that. I'm the guy that edits it. I'll I may cut that. But it's such a, a great show. And you and I talk about how we've rewatched it so many times. Dude, I, I've seen the show through. From start to finish, I would say at least 10, 15 times, man, if, if not if not more. And these are like full hour episodes yeah. of, I don't know how many episodes are in the series, but you're like, just think of you, you're working more than a full-time job to watch the show. I, I know. <laughs> but it's so great. It's, you know, because like people say like, um, and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love The Wire. But it does not have, it's 86 episodes. That's 86, you know, at least about 86 hours of uh, three days, four days, (laughs) four days of shows. Um, I just don't, I just don't think the, the stories are great. They have great characters, all that kind of stuff on, on, um, on the wire, but it does not have it to the level that Sopranos does, man. the thing I like about both shows and I will call them smart shows, but I don't know if they're actually smart shows. They don't, 
tell you a lot of stuff. You just have to figure it out. And that's yeah. what I, especially the the Sopranos, you, you're like, what he said there was not actually what he said. And you have, it lends itself to being rewatched over and over again to find the subtleties of, he didn't say whack him, but he didn't not say to whack him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of saying without saying. It's a lot of small moving pieces. Because, dude, as much as I've seen it, I still go, oh, that's, I forgot. That's why he was so mad about that because this thing happened with New York. Because you to really understand it, man, you got to know who's running what rackets, who's paying who. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you want to understand that, but just the, the family dynamic of it, the stuff with his mother, the stuff with the therapist, when you really start to dive into Tony's psyche and how he is and, and like their their mother and how she is, it's, dude, it's, just, it's such a layered, layered show. And it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was my other point. Like, and it's, it's not, so funny. It's not written funny. Like these guys aren't like, we're going to get a joke out of this, but the performances... That, like you can have a drinking game with certain things these characters do. Polly Walnuts is going to say, oh, and then you drink. Like there's certain things that happen that just are not written funny, not necessarily funny, but so funny. It's just it's just well acted. I mean, just to, yeah, the people's responses to things, their little their little um, the choices that they make, the things that they do with their hands, the way they move around. It's just. It's just funny, man. <laughs> and yeah. you know what's you know what's crazy, dude? Some of the most violent scenes are some of the funniest sometimes, man. It is so, and at, at a certain point, it's nervous laughter. But after I've seen it a bunch of times, I'm like, oh, he just got curb stomped. Well, I don't know why that's funny, but I just know <laughs> it's not. I know it's not real. If I saw that in real life, I'd be like, Jesus Christ. But it's Tony Soprano doing it. So it's kind of funny. I know it's just like, dude, watch Paulie's face when he kicks this guy's arm, <laughs> when he kicks this dude in the face. It's just, it's just funny, man. Yeah, let's hit the server with a brick. Oh, <laughs> just the, the choice of just hitting some dude with a brick is funny in itself, you know. Oh, it was the the conversation after is funny when he goes, "Hey, man, we can't fight like that. Somebody could have got killed." It's like, <laughs> dude, you actually killed somebody. Yeah, you hit him with a brick and then you shot him a couple times over twelve dollars <laughs> or whatever you didn't tip him. I know. Dude. <laughs> he goes don't these don't these people have medicine these assholes it's like you hit this guy in the stem of his brain with a brick he's having conv- <laughs> don't, don't these have assholes medicine have medicine for shots for get- to the head yeah <laughs> then they oh god yes yeah, it's, it's just a little stuff like that man yeah i get back to what you said before the acting especially with you know tony soprano and and uh carmella oh their characters, dude and it's like it's so and then, you know, if you do a little bit of acting and you're like, oh, I don't even know if I could get to a place to fucking be Tony Soprano or be Edie Falco, you know, like, I don't know how they do it. Just I it's I'm in awe of their performances, dude. I, I let me let me say this. I've been watching this. I've been watching Sopranos for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember as a young dude in my 20s watching it and really taking Tony's side in a lot of things, especially when it came to Carmela. I was one of these guys that's like, she knew what she was getting into. She just wanted the money. And I'm 41. I've been watching it. I watched it three times during uh, the quarantine. And each time I'm like, I root for Carmela so much now. Dude, she steals, in my opinion, she steals season four. I really feel like season four is about her. 
Like she's mm-hmm. so good, dude. That White Caps episode where they get the house, but then the uh, the Russian maid calls and they have the big fight. Mm-hmm. That I think they both won uh, Emmys from that episode. But like, like you said, dude, I have no idea how Edie Falco got to where she was because like you could just feel her buzzing with all this energy. How she would go, oh my god, she's like, I'm going crazy. You actually mm-hmm. believe her life is falling apart. It's so good, dude. And the, so yeah, good. The the characters you can do nothing because if you get divorced, then you're again shunned uh, and disgraced. Yeah. But then if you stay, you're with a fucking mob boss who's probably out murdering or banging somebody else. Yeah, and, Where, and it's like it, it's she even love? tells him. Yeah, she even tells him like I would be okay if you just showed a little bit of love at the house. Like she, that's the thing, dude. She knows what's up. She's actually cool with you being this way, mm-hmm. but you can't even, she's not even asking you to meet her halfway. She's like, look, I'll do 90% of it. Just give me 10%. And he still couldn't do that. Yeah. And like what a shit ball Tony is, but then also you're like, man, he's so cool. <laughs> dude, and you, and <laughs> dude, you're right. Because like when you, when you break down the show, you go, man, this guy has so much on his plate. Like, I, I get it. You know, he, he, he's not really happy about his son. Um, you know, he's, he's got all these guys that are looking up to him. Uh, he's passing out. He doesn't know. He doesn't know why, you know what I mean? He's really not happy in his marriage. People are always asking shit for him. He's got to watch his back all the time. It's just, it's a, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, the thing I, you don't, I didn't realize first watching it, I was like, there should be more mafia stuff. And then you realize, you know, the guy's talking about the family and there are two families and it's like this guy, he, he, you hear it over and over again. I, I got a, enough to deal with that on the street. I got to come home to you too, like yeah. and deal with it. Like the guy's trying to cope and, and he doesn't do it well. He, 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 and that, and that's the, I think that's what makes him relatable. He just has a different job, but he, he's him, him fucking up at home. Um, how he treats his kids because like he's he you would say he's a pretty conservative dude right the way they talk about people oh these kids are so entitled they're this they're that i had to work hard it's like first of all dude you steal people's pensions all (laughs) you guys are pieces of shit so don't act like you work hard but then your kids are some of the most they're the most some of the most spoiled kids in that part of the country Mm -hmm. yeah you bought him a fifteen hundred dollar drum set or whatever and you just gave it to him and he doesn't know what the gutters are to clean them yeah your son doesn't know how to clean the gutters like yeah dude it's just i think i really think he just he represents a lot of people in this country i think he he really does yeah that's that's so many people would identify with tony soprano and it's the same not the same people but the other people would be like isn't the joker cool no like yes but no that's not who you should be yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, people love the Joker, but I, I just think he's very, he's very relatable. Mm-hmm. I just think, I think people, there's a lot of people like him just due to their hypocrisy and uh, all that kind of stuff. He's, he's, a, he's a very much a, a, an American. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we don't get divorced. We're Catholic. Let me go get a blowjob on the way yeah, home right. from the Bing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> convenient I don't believe for in, you. Yeah, I don't believe in divorce. <laughs> well, let's, let's stop talking yeah. about Gabagool. Yeah, sorry. Because the reason I brought you on the show, no, I I wanted to talk to you about it, but uh, <clears throat> I brought you on the show because I I love your takes on social media uh, about food 
and more so I'm going to angle it towards fast food and we'll get to a couple of these. I don't know how many we'll talk about, but you, you're like, you have strong feelings about certain food. Would you agree with that? I would. Yes, I would strongly agree. <laughs> so, uh, I, I have a list of some fast food, uh, items that failed and also some fast food gimmicks, uh, that I, I would like to talk to you about and also just some debates. So like, first up, are we going to go with boneless wings or bone-in wings? That's not even a question, dude. What's, what's your it's, answer? It's, it's traditional bone-in wings. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Dude, I'm not a, I'm not a, look, if I, I, I don't, I'm not doing boneless wings. I'll do some tenders. But to me, boneless wings are for, for children. I'm not a child. <laughs> so in, in your mind, because uh, this is also a debate, boneless wings, people would just say are chicken nuggets. Yeah, they're chicken chunks, and there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of bad boneless wings out there where it, it's eighty percent breading, and you get a sliver of meat. And you get they don't spell it right. They spell it W Y N G Z, and Ugh. that's how you know. Well, it's like when when you drink orange juice and it says orange juice beverage after it. You're like that's not real. Yeah, it's a orange beverage. Juice. Yeah, that's not real chicken or whatever's in there. Yeah, but it's dude. delicious. That's mechanically separated chicken parts that they have uh, processed and put into a little ball. And yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can't say I don't like them at all, but I, I would never choose them over traditional wings ever. What's your sauce? I mean, we talking home. We talking out. What are we, what are we talking here? Uh, let's go out. All right. I'll do this. Buffalo wild wings. I know it's not the best, but I'm going mango habanero. I typically get two flavors. I'm going mango habanero and I'll go like um, some type of uh, like honey barbecue. Okay. Uh, at home, I go for, um, um, I used to do the um, the sweet chili, but it's just not, the, it's not the same at home when you get it somewhere else. So at home, I do the, uh, I do Sticky Fingers uh, Carolina Gold. That's, that's my, that's my go-to. Is that spicy? Uh, it's tangy more than spicy. It's not really okay. spicy. Yeah. Uh, other question I was going to ask you: Who has the best fries? Oh, the best fries. For me, the best. Oh shit! It's oh, damn it. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Overall, I... <laughs> the best fries. I do. I love McDonald's fries. I think McDonald's overall is the best, most consistent of the all of the fast food places. For the fries, I. I would say, like, I like their fries. I like them better than Burger King fries. Yeah. But for me, uh, chicken, because I don't like to, can we compare all fast food places, even chicken places? Because I always separate chicken from other fast food. I mean, whatever whatever works for you. All right. So when it comes to chicken places, it's, it's Popeye's, hand, hands down, it's Popeye's. They have the their best fries. Food. Their fries are great, dude. I've never I had thought. their fries. Maybe I have their. I've had their fries. I always, if there's a mashed potatoes option, that's what I go for. Really? I yeah, fries are so. And being on the road and being fat, uh, I've had fries. I've had my fill of fries. So anytime there's, you had your fry fill, okay? Yeah, and again, I will eat fries right now. I uh, love fries. Um, but yeah, I, that's not when I go to Popeyes. I don't. That's not what I go for. If there's like okay. a coleslaw option, I'll do that too. That's not, okay, I'm I'm cool with it. Not not that you need my approval, but I I, I get it. I appreciate I get your it, man. approval, though, Chris. Uh, uh, you don't you don't need it. I mean, I don't, I'm surprised. I don't Best fries for me uh, would be two places: Rallies Fries. I was gonna say I heard Rallies was the best. 
Have you never had rallies before? I bought some at the grocery store and made them in my air fryer. They were delicious. And to be to be honest, they're a lot like the Popeye's fries. Okay. Then maybe we're, we're a lot alike, you and I. Um, those fries, the rallies fries, and then the fries from White Castle. I've never had their fries. Those are good. They're like the crinkle cut fries. And I like I don't, a crinkle cut. I don't, yeah, I prefer a crinkle cut if, if, if you're offering them. Um, but again, I don't know why I, I like White Castle fries because usually things at White Castle aren't good. Hmm. Are they, I'm trying to think if I, I, I like a crinkle cut fry. I think yeah. that maybe that's what it is. Maybe the fact that it's crinkle. It's the, the texture. Maybe that's what it is. I think it might be. Uh, this could be the biggest fast food gimmick uh, fad. Maybe it's still going. How do you feel about the McRib? It's been years, but I will say I am a fan of the McRib. I haven't had one in a long time because I haven't eaten pork or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but I I gotta say, dude, I love the McRib, man. <laughs> I do. I uh, it's been. It, it, I was still I was like twenty something before I had a McRib. And I, I had it and I was like, it's fi- this is fine. But I've also like as a as a kid, my mom would get me these banquet frozen dinners, these garbage things that yeah. I lo- I love. And if you get the barbecue spare rib one, yep. it's thing. a McRib. It never mm-hmm. left. It just went in the witness protection program. Yeah. <laughs> the, ban- the banquet. You got a bigger <laughs> gig. Yeah, so it's like to me, it was lost when I realized it's just the you know the pro. It's I knew it was processed pork shaped into uh, a rib type thing, right? But it was like I'm not I'm not a guy that goes out of my way to get it, um, especially if I'm going to McDonald's. That's not my go to. Uh, what's your what's your go to at McDonald's? Probably either like a double cheeseburger or the Big Mac. Something I like the secret sauce, and I know it. I think it's just thousand island dressing this yeah it's, it's great i'm not i'm not gonna judge you buddy but yeah the mcdouble is i think that's one of the best burgers on the market consistent <laughs> that's a good thing it's a it's yeah. that chain thing but it's consistent so if i can have it here in indianapolis and it's the same i can have yeah. it in pittsburgh and it's the same yeah and, and I, yeah when i'm not saying it's the best burger but yeah you know exactly what you're gonna get can uh, i ask you a question yeah yeah do you feel like do you feel like Burger King has felt fallen off in the last few years? Because I have, man. I don't know. So, Again, the Burger King was never like a thing that was by my house. So I would like have Whoppers and it, maybe it's just fallen off for me because anytime I eat raw onions, I'm just, my body is on fire for three days. Oh, so, really? Yeah. I, something about raw onions when, I, you know, after I turned like 25 and it's probably just bad diet on, mixed with onions but i can't do it anymore but i do like burger king um i couldn't tell you if it fell off or not what do you think obviously you said yeah yeah man i i don't like the bread to meat thickness ratio i feel like it i feel like the bread is really dry uh i feel like the whopper patty is is pretty thin um i i love onions but they're cut way too thick the tomatoes are cut way too too thick it's just not a good even bite man some bites is like it's a shit ton of onion. It's very little meat. You get meat and then like four inches of tomato. The the lettuce is is not great. But I really I would say honestly they really should work on their bun, man. I think that they they, they got a bad bun. There's so much like 
the bun is like you, an afterthought. Nobody's like, I go there for the buns. But you could definitely tell the difference when somebody has like that Hawaiian bread bun or whatever, any type of good bread. Yeah, I agree. Um, did you ever have the McDonald's Mighty Wings? No, I did not. How were they? I never had them, but that was on the list of stuff. The chicken wings were too spicy, too expensive, and too unappetizing for the average customer. Before taking the Mighty Wings off the market in November 2013, McDonald's put the remaining product on sale for $0.60 cents instead of $1. It's never good when they're having a sale on food. Yeah, when they're doing a going at a business sale. And how, how do you feel about McDonald's not staying in its lane? It's kind of, it's weird when they're doing other things that aren't like burgers and stuff. Then I'm like, it's like when Burger King or Hardee's does tacos. I'm like, there's already a place. There's several places, but there's one big place for that. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan, man. Like, uh, like uh, I don't think Taco Bell should be serving breakfast. <laughs> it, well, it's it's so, because all their food is the same five things anyway. And it's, I also just don't want to start out with heartburn that early. Like I'll, yeah, it just I'll get it for yeah. lunch, <laughs> right? Right. G- give me a little bit of a, a yeah. Give me some comfort in the day. Yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a fan. Um, I can't lie. I I have eaten my fair share of um, McDonald's salads. I will say I've I've done it, uh, but we all know they were really no healthier than anything else on their menu at all. It's just that mind thing of like, oh, I had a salad today, but this don't yeah. ask me where it's from. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of. Uh, everybody shouldn't be open 24 seven. Everybody doesn't need to be need to have a breakfast menu. Um, I What's your favorite 24 think... hour place? You're not gonna like this answer. Mm-hmm. Waffle House. That's not a bad answer. Waffle I mean, it's not my favorite. Like, but again, for, for what it is, I find the food is super cheap. Versus what you get, you get a bunch of food for like five dollars. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's it, to me, it's it's breakfast food. I mean, I mean, it's that's a waffle. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's, you know, is there really high quality flour? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, it's, I'm pretty sure there is. But, but uh, when you're eating waffles, it's, yeah, you know, it's not, yeah. you know, imported. It's not not imported waffle, Asiago waffle, whatever yeah. name you want to say, you know. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like, hey, we want Belgian waffles, so we're we're flying in Belgian wheat. It's like, okay, <laughs> whatever, that's fine. But at Waffle House, I don't really care. I just want syrup, you know. I want uh, butter. I want bacon. Yeah, grease, grease food. Yeah, grease. So yeah, smothered, I, I think... covered, chunked. I like that system. I know I don't necessarily get hash browns, but I like the word flow: smothered, covered, chunked, whatever. It is fun. Yeah, it is fun. I like their uh, I like their um, their uh, pecan waffle, but I always ask them to put half as many nuts in it as they normally would because a lot of times they go insane, dude. And that's crazy. Like I I worked at uh, at Arby's for a while, and the nuts, it that's the most expensive thing that you buy, is like pecans and almonds. You're a pecan. It's pecan, man. I say. Uh, sometimes I'll say pecan. Why? Pecan. 
No, you don't even pecan doesn't even sound right. I got no identity, so whatever the person I'm talking to says, that's what I say. (laughs) That's a funny tweet. (laughs) I got no no identity. You say pecan, I'll say it. That's what I say. And then gay, I'm I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) If you're gay, I'm hey, whatever, man. Let's do it. Pecan, Um, pecan, yeah. Pizza. You were talking about like fancy waffles. I hate when they try to make pizza fancy okay what do you what do you consider a fancy pizza like if you put spinach on it i don't need that okay i'm eating pizza or they're like like there's like a you know three cheese pizza again i don't need to just put the mozzarella on there or it's uh or the tomato slices like i just want pizza i don't i want pepperoni or sausage that's probably my least favorite but I don't need, I need it very simple and that's, okay. then it's good. It's still great. I, I, I agree, man. I, I feel like, uh, then a lot of times less is more when it comes to pizza, man. Um, okay. Let me ask you this though. So what is the most exotic or most toppings you will put on a pizza? I'll do, uh, bacon or ham uh, I'm not a, like, I, I would never order pineapple, but I don't care if people get it on their food. It doesn't bother me, but you know, I'm not a pineapple on the pizza type guy. So it's probably like bacon is my, this is a missionary. I'm just a missionary position of pizza. That's what I am. Wow. Okay. Uh, I've had Hawaiian pizza. I like it. I, I understand people's anger in it. It, it. it's yeah, it doesn't really belong. Uh, I think the first like artisan pizza I had, and I don't like even using the word because it, it was from Schlossky's. See, I, I say that, artesian pizza. Artesian? Is it artisan? Whatever artesian? you say, that's what I say. Artisan. Artisan? Artesian? I'm not <laughs> sure. Now I feel I'm self-conscious. But um, <laughs> I had never had a barbecue chicken pizza. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah, I will. I forgot. I will. Barbecue's great. And even like if, if you're just putting sauce on the side for your pizza, which is extravagant, barbecue just on the side. I'll wow. do that. Mm-hmm. I do, I'm not a ranch I, guy. I hate okay, ranch. Dude. We can talk about that. But uh, if, if I see people dipping pizza in a ranch, I want to uh, deport them immediately. And that's the thing. Like ranch that's being nice. in the Midwest just shows up with food. Like I, I had a religion teacher talk about grits in the South just show up with your food. That's how ranch comes with your food is just – Whatever they bring out, here's your side of ranch. We already know you're going to ask for it. <laughs> it's like, but I got the pancakes. Keep the ranch. Keep the ranch. And the thing is, I don't like ranch. I know if you saw me and you'd be like, that guy likes ranch. I was I'm the you, exception. If you stabbed him, ranch would come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, 87% ranch on any given belly, day. Baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a ranch guy. And then other they'll, people will be like, oh, then you haven't had my homemade ranch. I don't want it. It's gross. Not even as a chip dip? No. I. Okay. The thing is, I like Cool Ranch Doritos. I'm an enigma. Damn. You know what? That's that's not very... That's not... No, that's fine. That's cool. My wife does not like real cheese, but she likes imitation cheese. Okay. She likes uh, cheese uh, product. Yeah, but uh, real cheese? Absolutely not. Like... The idea of melted cheese makes her sick, but she will put like cheese whiz on a, uh, on like broccoli. But like that's other, weird. It's very it, dude. 
for the first few months of our relationship, I dude, you won't even you can't believe how many questions I asked her about this because it blew my mind. I was like, what about this type of cheese? What about on this? What about on that? What about oh, and speaking of pizza, she like I said, doesn't like melted cheese. Very first time we ever ordered a pizza, I should have asked her what she wanted. I'm I'm so young and dumb that I think like if I get a supreme pizza, that's gonna impress her because I spent thirty dollars. It's got everything. I got the Supreme, everything on that mug, right? So we <laughs> get this pizza. And I remember it being like my last 30 bucks. I was like, why did I just give, you know, my last that 30 bucks for these pizza? Dude, and she proceeds to rip all the toppings off the pizza. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I was like, you don't like any of that stuff? She goes, no, I don't. So she's like, I don't even, she doesn't even like cheese on her pizza. So what is, like, if she's ordering pizza, what does she get? Here's the thing, Brent. You have to, she still orders it with cheese because she's ordered it without, and it's just not the same because all the grease and the fat and stuff, mm-hmm. it gets in the, it makes it taste different. So she'll, she'll order, she'll go um, regular cheese, and then she usually gets chicken, uh, green pepper, or onions, or something like that. And what she does is she rips all the cheese off and then puts the, the, the toppings back on that she wants. This a very this is a very bizarre pizza eating habit. Yeah, dude, she rips it all off, and then puts it all back on minus the cheese. Like she, it's not like a Frankenstein type pizza where she's building it, but it's I don't I don't have a better analogy where she's uh she's like it's a game operation. Yeah, got to pick around the cheese to get the just other pick parts. all the cheese off. Actually, she'll just rip it all off. She just takes the whole because it's typically like that whole layer just comes off. And then she has like this naked slice of just bread and tomato sauce. And then, yeah, she just operation just picks all the chicken out and puts it on there. I don't like that. You I, can, you yeah, can I tell don't. her I said so. <laughs> you should see the look in your face like this. Bo- Dude, I'm telling you, it bothered me. It bothered me to the point we had to have serious conversations. She's like, look, you need to leave this cheese shit alone. Like, this is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's going to happen. This is the way it's going to be. So this is a deal breaker and a meal breaker. (laughs) I had to accept it, man. (laughs) Um, McDonald's hot dog. Did you uh, never had that? I didn't either. So when you, when it comes to hot dogs, I I feel like it's very, it's, it's hard for me to pay for something that I can make at home. You know what I'm saying? I agree. There is, I agree. Um, I, I and I love hot dogs, but I do. I, I feel you, man. I will say I will become a sucker if it's a food truck, though. Okay. Yeah, where it's it's got to be some kind of angle because just a hot dog on a bun, it's it's like if somebody if you go to like get a deli meat sandwich, it's also weird for me to to pay for that when I I got that at home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like with, with uh, like um, like barbecue spots. Like I can't I can't bring myself to get sausage because I, I I just it's like I could I don't know. It's to me. I, I just had don't that this morning sausage. at Taco Bell. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't I can't I can't I can't justify it for barbecue for some reason. I, I get it, man. I um I will I'll say I'll do one at a, at a game at a baseball game just because it's uh, nostalgia. That's what you do. I'm, in, I, go I'm, ahead. Oh, you know, I got a couple thoughts. Baseball game, <laughs> uh, just relish in um, ketchup and mustard. But I, I'm kind of off the ketchup when it comes to um, hot dogs now. I'm off. I'm off ketchup. 
Yeah, what happened? I've always heard, you know, that ketchup really isn't good on your hot dogs and people, it really should be mustard. And I was like, let me just give it a shot. And I'm like, you know what? They're right. It actually adds a, just a tangy flavor to me. The ketchup, it just adds kind of a sweet. It doesn't, it doesn't add anything, man, to me mm -hmm. it, it, anymore. It, it doesn't add anything. Well, we're, um, we're talking about sauces, you know, you got one, you got one sauce for the rest of your life. What's your sauce? Ooh. For it, for everything. For everything, one sauce. Damn. You know what I'm going? I'm going sweet baby rays. Um, uh, I gotta go. Um, just regular barbecue, man. Dude, we have the same sauce and the same brand. Damn. Yeah. That's <laughs> a that's a match made in heaven. Uh, so yeah. Wait, that, the hot dog thing. Did you like the Sonic hot dogs? I don't know that I've ever. Are they They're like ponies? specifically? I like a coney dog. That's the thing is, I I can have hot dogs at home, but sometimes I don't have the coney sauce. So that's the exception. Okay. Do you like Skyline chili? No, just because it makes people mad. Absolutely not. <laughs> it just add a spite. It's, it's like if I said, "Do you like puppies?" No. Fuck no. Hate them. No, we don't like puppies. They're stupid. Um, I had another question I was going to, but okay. Best burger. So where you can get most places. So we're talking like fast food. Uh, All right. And I'll, I'll go first. Go if ahead, you don't, please. Uh, to me, it's a, it's a five guys burger. That's not what a I fan. like. No not a fan. I think it's one of the most second. The, it's the second most overrated burger place in America behind in and out. In and out. I'm trying to, yeah, that's California. I was not impressed with in and out. Thank you. That should be a clip. <laughs> I'll put that out. That'll be the hottest take on the show. Do, do people do people get mad when you say you don't like In and Out? They get upset. I don't, and I don't know what it is because it's not. I think it's like an, a West Coast thing primarily, right? Yeah. So maybe people have it, and then they're like, "Oh, this was so great because it's scarce. They don't have yeah, a lot yeah. of them." You know what I think? I think that uh, people on the West Coast just have it so great because they got sunny weather all the time. They, mm -hmm. they really have no reason to be upset, okay? All right, they got all these fucking beaches and shit. It's just nice and sunny. You never had to have a fucking winter coat, okay? You never really had to turn the heat on in your house. You don't have to close your pool for nine months. For 20 years, we've been closing 20 this years, pool. 20 years, <laughs> and then you, you, you're already happy. So you, you're just happy to eat a mediocre burger. You're in and I just, I just think, I don't know, man. And that's I hate, what I, I hate California. Of, okay. I, <laughs> I was going to say out of towners, that's probably part of the allure is that it's a mediocre hamburger, but the setting is great. It's the setting, like, man. This is good. Yeah, man. Look at man. They got, they high looking at palm trees. You eating this, you eating this mediocre burger, but your setting is so great. It's 78 degrees. Okay. Everybody's in great shape when you're having a burger. Therefore, the burger is also great when it sucks. So what's your go-to burger then? If I, my favorite, the, I already said it's the McDouble. I think it's the best burger. Okay. Uh, I didn't know I if that say, was like, if that's your quintessential go-to is the McDouble. Okay. If I could have one every day, if I, or if I, if I had to choose, I would get, I, I really think um, the $6 burgers from Carl's Jr., I think those are the best quality burgers you can find 
uh, at a fast food place. And to me, those burgers were restaurant quality. But I don't think, I don't know, if does Hardee's have the $6 burgers? I don't even know if there's Hardee's around. <laughs> there's a I, Hardee's I, here. I've seen them, but I just, I know that where they used to be, they aren't anymore. So that's it like, uh, sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, that's, you know, I've been sad for the past couple of years and I'm just realizing it's because they closed the Hardee's. I think, I feel like Hardee's, it's, to me, it's like a weird mix of like McDonald's and Burger King somehow. And then I'll, like, then I'll have tacos, like yeah. very weird combinations of food. People love the Jack in the Box tacos. Have you ever had a Jack in the Box taco? I think I've just only had Jack in the Box once. And there's one a couple miles from my house, but it's not my goat. It's never like, oh, I need to get Jack in the Box. I know people, again, see people on the West Coast, man, they really love their, their chains, man. Because like I lived out there. And and I will say the only reason why we ate there is because it was so close to the house. That's Mm -hmm. the only reason why we did. Because honestly, yeah, like I was never like, oh, I really want some Jack in the Box. I just knew it was open. Like, oh, let's go to Jack in the Box. It's open. It was never like I'm going there because I like the taste of their burgers. It was close and open. Yeah, close and open. Um, As we wrap up. Do you have any any hot takes on any kind of fast food? Because we we talked a lot about other things, so I don't want to jam pack this episode too much. But do you have any hot takes on some fast food? I got. I have a. Th- I have a conspiracy theory I would like to run by you about. Yeah, uh, I'm all. You want to get my tinfoil hat? Yes. All right, dude. All right, this sounds crazy, but I think the 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 fries at at, at um Carl Carl Jr. at um Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. I think there's no difference in how many fries you get based on the size. I think it's all the same. I think that I think they're pulling a scam on people, dude. I think the container gets bigger, but the area inside is the exact same. I feel like if you took a small and you dumped a large and put the and dumped the small, it, it's gonna look exactly the same. I feel like you get nine waffle fries. I think it's that's a scam, dude. <laughs> Well, the, the, I can uh, attest, I didn't ever worked at Chick-fil-A, but I worked at Arby's and the GM, based on how busy we were and the supply we had, he would say, he would use this term, you got to fluff the fries. You got to fluff them. So sometimes uh, yeah, you're slow, you got a bunch of fries that you just pulled up, stuff them in there. If, if we're busy... <laughs> You kind of just put them in there and don't really try to force them down. So I can see your point of like, well, you know, we're, we're just going to put the same amount of fries in whatever size. I can see that. And I wouldn't put it past these Christians. Oh, you know what? You, you're right, man. I did. I, I, I think, I think they, I think they're fucking people out of money and fries. Um, there was a, there was a, um, a stadium that got in trouble. Uh, they were selling a, a a bigger beer and it wasn't bigger for the uh, four more. Yeah, that's so bizarre the, that people would have even noticed. So well, somebody, some guy was just like, "I don't feel like I'm getting more beer." He's like, "I feel like this is just a taller glass," and he he did it. And sure enough, it was just uh, they did all he did was stretch the surf the, uh, the the glass out. It made it look like you were getting more, but it was like the same twenty four. It was like twenty four versus a thirty two ounce beer and like two or three bucks. And they were screwing people out of money because people were buying these 32 ounce beers that weren't 32 ounces. That's a, that's to tie it back to Sopranos. That's a great like 
Polly Walnuts. Like I, you know, I ran the the cup scam. Oh. <laughs> three bucks a pop each beer. It's tone. We're making three dollars more on this. It's the same beer. <laughs> it's the same beer, same size. I always wonder, like, if they, you know, kept Sopranos going or rebooted it. What's the modern scam? And you know, Polly Walnuts is doing the. He's fluffing the fries, and he's. <laughs> He's just a, he's the GM at Arby's telling you not to stuff him. Oh, yeah. And then he's doing the cup thing. You're supposed to fluff the fries. Instead With of his hands. Yeah, you're supposed to push with mystics. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I. Uh, Any other takes? I think uh, be- we, we also had McDonald's spaghetti. No, I've never had that. I, I didn't think you had, but it just seems odd to me what that. Years? What year was this? Uh, gotta find scroll back. Nineteen seventies, uh, late nineteen seventies. So of course I knew you. You weren't gonna have it, but it, again, it's it's weird when spaghetti is an option for when it's not just like a straight Italian place. Yeah, I want to say I was watching. Was it a McDonald's overseas that Anthony Bourdain went to? Where, no, it was like a Popeyes, and you can get spaghetti there. So I, I think it's like in the Philippines or some Asian uh, south um, southeast Asian country where like that's a thing for them is fried chicken and spaghetti. Man, what an odd! I'm sure it's great because I like both those things, but it's just so why why that combination? It seems odd to me. I don't know. Like I asked on TikTok, what's something that we eat in America that they think is weird? And they were like the chicken and waffles. They were like, well, we don't get it. Uh, they, they didn't understand that. Uh, Twinkies, they were like, that seems disgusting. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I get so mad. I want to be like, how dare you? How dare you? I'm pretty sure we bailed you out of some conflict at yeah. some point in time. You'd be speaking something different. <laughs> That's our biggest comeback. You'll be speaking something if it wasn't for us. <laughs> you, something different than what you are now. That I don't, I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The, somebody that talks trash about a Twinkie just never had a Twinkie. They've never. But I don't even. Can you. If you didn't know what it was, would it look, would it look disgusting to you? I mean, it just looks like a cake type thing. Yeah, I'm but, trying to. But. I'm trying to think, is there is there other foods in other countries that they're like, yo, this looks great. And I'm like, other than like some meats and stuff, but I, as far as like desserts, I don't think I've ever seen anything where I was like, what the fuck is that? Because it's uh, to me, desserts are like kind of colorful and go, oh, okay, that looks appetizing. I might not eat it, but mm-hmm. I get it. But I don't see how you can look at a Twinkie and go, oh, I just don't. It's, it's cake. Like who doesn't like cake? To me, the only thing that would like turn somebody off is that it's processed and not like fresh out of the oven type thing you know yeah and oh that was uh that was another one too um uh they asked about um hamburger helper they're like they didn't understand like why people like that i mean it's a quick i think it's just a quick thing for people to add to the food it's not i mean i don't know that anybody's favorite food is hamburger helper but it's not the word it's like ramen noodles that's not my favorite but it's quick you know, yeah, they asked, they asked about, um, they were like, Oh, why do you guys deep fry all this stuff too? Like deep fried Oreos and deep fried this and deep fried that. I was just like, well, we don't eat that every day. I was like, that's kind of like carnival food. I was just like, that's not like, it's not just, 
uh, on the menu at every restaurant. Like I, I think they think we eat this shit like that's part of our staple. It's just yeah. to have deep fried Twinkies and shit. I'm like, nah, we don't. I don't really eat it like that. No, I again, I'm sure it's like at certain restaurants. That's uh, that's it's never good when the restaurant starts selling stuff that's at a carnival, because to me, in my mind, the carnival is once a year. And that's why you should also only eat that stuff once a year because you'll yeah. die. Yeah, this is a burger place, Jack Brown's here. Really good burger place. And they have deep fried Oreos on their on their on their menu. And I'm like, that's just it's a carnival food, man. That's that sh- that gluttonous. should be the McRib. It should only come around yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, I feel you, man. Um also I just wanted to point out this title, the uh, Taco Bell's Bell Beefer. It was taco meat on a bun, but any it's uh, uh customers were not intrigued by ground beef taco burger. Um, it's no more, but just anything with the word beefer in it, I'm like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> the beefer. Did beefer, you like the arch deluxe? I don't. What, what was what was that on that? Like with lettuce and tomato and stuff. It was supposed to be like the adult sandwich. The this the arch deluxe, uh, arch deluxe. It came in a weird box. McDonald's tried to appeal to uh, grown-ups with this quarter-pound burger. The quote secret sauce on the burger didn't help. After a huge marketing campaign, it wound up being one of the most expensive failures in McDonald's history. Yeah, I'm trying to see what was on it. Uh, yeah, it's there's a picture, but it doesn't say. I I mean, I'm going to take go. a shot in the dark and say I probably would like it because it's McDonald's. Yeah, it was just a regular. It was just a um, ground beef, American cheese, tomato, onion, chopped. Yeah, it's it's basically it was it was just another quarter pounder. I don't know why they. Um, I don't know how that. It's also weird when the there's at McDonald's. Most other places are like, do you want lettuce and tomato? But at McDonald's, it just that's it comes with certain sandwiches, and I get why because it's quick. You can order it quick; it comes quick. You don't have to ask what the ingredients are. But still, right. it seems like that should just be an option that you ask every time. Yes, yeah. This uh, this also had like a, a creamy, yeah, mustard. It had that's all they that's all they did do with this arch deluxe they just use more of a like a stone ground kind of mustard you know like just a douchey mustard yeah and then again fancy fancy for no reason bacon yeah. I'm, I'm all for it sometimes it could be too much bacon on a burger i don't know how you feel but it's all the all the grease put together dude i i gotta say i 100 agree uh, a lot of people aren't gonna like what like what i'm about to say but I think I just think bacon is overrated. It's good, but I think it gets it gets too much. I don't know, man. People go crazy for it. It is good on a burger, uh, but like you said, it's just it can be overpowering. It can be. I like it to be. Um, I like it to be not crispy, but it can't be. It's got to be cooked right. Not now. like limp, not yes. burnt, but like on a scale of one to one to ten, if it's a six. It's good. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to have to like pull on the fat to like make it to to break it either. It's just got to yeah. be cooked enough to where you can bite it and it actually like uh it, you can you can actually take bites out of it. You don't got to pull it. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds very specific, but I just yeah. You like what you like. We like what we like, man. 
I feel like bacon is also one of those things that everybody added into their food. For, it was like the pumpkin spice of meat. And it was also like break the glass because I need an extra ingredient and we'll put bacon on there and people will like it. But then it was too much. Yeah, it was bacon everything. I mean, mm-hmm. they even, even started to have like bacon beer and shit. Bacon milkshakes. Like that's, well, I'm good. Give me that's, the fried Oreos. Funny. It was the like the pumpkins. It was like the pumpkin spice for guys like bacon, bacon. Yeah, bacon. It means you're manly if you eat this meat. Yeah, I think there were some bars too that like they would they would uh, put it in the cups on the bar. It's very, it's just odd. Like, I just eat so, bacon, man. Yeah, I, I I like bacon, but to me, it's just not that. It's not that great to me. I gotta be honest. That's the name of this episode. Bacon is overrated. <laughs> that should get that should get plenty of that's a hot take. curiosity <laughs> and yeah, people wanting to check it out, man. Uh, I like doing this, man. This is fun, man. I appreciate it. It is fun. And it's, it's a fun guided topic, but we're also just talking. Um, yeah, this will be the fun to do live with people, man. (laughs) Yeah. To come with your pre, your pre topic of, uh, what's your thing? You can't stand your food or whatever. And then we'll talk about it. Just shit on it. I I like the shit on it, man. Yeah. It's fun to, it's fun to be negative, isn't it? It it is (laughs) not good, but it's fun. It's it is fun. It's this fun. It's the, it's fun. Just trashing people's favorite things. Yeah, whatever you like is trash. That's the show. Is whatever you like is trash. <laughs> you like your favorite trash. thing is trash. Uh, well. Plug your stuff before we get out of here, Chris. One more time. Plug it again at Chris Allen Comedy. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that, um, and YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. I got a lot of stuff on there at you know Chris Allen Comedy. Check out my podcast, Negro Please Radio, iTunes, Spotify, all that. Another one, uh, Host Battle iTunes, Spotify, and all that with uh, my buddy Winston Hodges. And I do a live show with my sister, Do You Believe? It's all about people's spiritual journeys. Check that out every Tuesday live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, you just recorded an album, so look for that, right? Yeah, my album uh, should be out, I want to say, mid to late uh, June. And it was, dude, Jeremy Essig was the guy who recorded it for me. with Oh, uh, yeah. So another dude who I've known for years, another Midwest guy, another dude I used to look up to like like we looked up to you back in the day, man. You were twenty always, years. Yeah, man. <laughs> to yeah, all Prince fans, he, I've always been a fan of him, dude. He was always one of the comics we looked up to because you were a guy who would come from out of town who we felt was like a young guy like us, but you were already featuring, and we were all like, Oh, we want to be like Brett, man. Dude, so funny. You're doing Bob and Tom, you're going on the road, you're getting to meet all these people. I've always respected you. I always thought you were a great comic. And uh, I love to see that you're doing very well, that people love your character. And I feel like you're doing a lot of great things. It's going to get better for you. And I can't wait to ride your coattails a little bit. (laughs) You and I, uh, well, you can ride my coattails and we'll talk shit about people's food. Oh, we we can definitely do that. Well, it's always been fun to work with you on the limited times that we have, but then it's it's also fun to just bullshit because it's one thing if somebody's funny, but it's even better, I think, if you can like you click with somebody. Yeah, so, we click, man. We we like the same sauces. That's right. We're that's how Sauce that's how you boys. know. <laughs> Sauce boys. Sauce boys. Uh, well, thanks for being on the show, man. And and uh I would like to have you back here soon. Yeah, please, man. I would love to come back.